This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old chum? You jolly devil. Welcome to another exciting edition of THN Cover to Cover. We are the Internet's only live call-in nerd talk show. Yes. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> let, me, let me be brutally honest. I could be making that up. I really don't know. <laughs> it sounds great. My name is Matt Baum. I'm one of the hosts of the Two at a Nerd Comic Book Podcast. Sitting across from me, Wooly Toots, Mr. Jared Zavitas. Yes, hello. The Internet's favorite DM. The biggest purple worm fan in the world. Purple worms last night <laughs> on the table last night. Today, Pretty we great. are taking your calls. We are listening to your voicemails. And we are talking about some important stuff. We're talking about Black Panther. We are talking about Marvel Fresh Start. This May, Marvel's resetting everything. It's fresh. You hated Legacy, it's, so we're refreshing it. It's fresh again. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Joss Whedon leaving Batgirl. We're going to get into all of that. And here's how you can play along. You can call 402-819-4894 live, right friggin' now, and talk to us. Or maybe you don't have time to do that. Maybe you've got, you've got a real life. I don't know. You can call us at any time, leave a message, or you can send us an MP3 with your message to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. Right? It's simple. Yeah. So many ways to get a hold of us. Yep. So before we get into it today, we have not one, but two questions of the week we have to address. Jared. Yeah. Could you introduce said questions of said week? Okay. Okay. I got to stretch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Here we go. This uh, the first question. You don't want to pull any muscles. Comes from Anthony, currently presiding in Brooklyn. What hero or villain from another medium would you like to see permanently join a comic universe? I dig it. Examples would be Would you like to see Tony Soprano and his crew become a thorn in the side of Daredevil? Oh. Do you want to see Robert Townsend's Meteor Man fly side by side with Superman? Should Hellboy battle Lord Voldemort? Robert Townsend doesn't get enough play anymore. You know? Movies, TV shows, books. Let your imagination run wild. Okay. Baby. We want to hear it. And the second one. Uh, the second one is from uh, Dingo. Dingo. Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. King of the King THN forums. King of the THN forums. Yes. All Which hell. creator have you recently fallen in love with, he asks? Maybe it's a hot new upstart. One of the Marvel's new young guns, which sure. actually, you know, they're old guns, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. but hey. They're young guys. Uh, anyways, uh, maybe it's a hot new upstart, or it's someone that is new to you, or maybe it's a creator with an established creator. Maybe it's a creator. You got this. With an established <laughs> creator that you never liked before, but you, you have go. recently gotten okay. into. Writer, artist, colorist, whatevs. There are your questions. I am turning on the phone line. We are taking calls. Let's set it up right gracious, now, though. Gracious. Huge news from Marvel this week. Fresh start. Fresh start. We've got another May... Another big movie coming, and another Marvel fresh start. We're not calling it a relaunch. We're not calling it a reboot. We're calling it a fresh start. Well, we got calls coming in right okay. now. Let's okay. get on it. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Get it on. Thank you for calling THN. Cover to cover. Caller. Who dis? There he is. I got you. Uh, <laughs> you got me? My God, that was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to edit all this out, so on the podcast, it's just going to sound slick Flawless. as hell. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, phone boy, push through the first caller. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who this caller? It's, it's Bobby, the nitpicker. Oh, Bobby. Uh, I can't, okay. Oh, Bobby. Okay. What do you want to nitpick today, brother? 
Oh, I think you know what we're going to nitpick. You're going to nitpick Black Panther. Oh, we have to. Okay. How dare you pervert the movie before I go see it? (laughs) You son of a Oh, wait, you haven't seen it? I'm leaving the minute we're done with this recording. It's his fault. It's his fault. Okay, listen. I know the rules. I know the rules. I'm not going to talk about it. No, you're going to talk about it. Rules is rules. He knows what he's getting into. This is He threw himself on this sword. Yeah, man. No, you know, I know this is hard to believe. But I do have a heart. Oh, Bob. Hey. Come on. Nobody wants to hear about your good points. Come on. <laughs> we want to yell at you. I, you know. Know. I got to play hard to get sometimes. He did. He did, it for, he did it for you guys for uh, what other movie was it? Was it Wonder Woman or something? It was oh, something that came out. And he called into like, he's the first he one called in to gave us you guys some shit. And you guys, one of you hadn't seen it yet. And he backed off. Yeah. So this is just true to form yeah. with the nitpicker. Okay, but the whole idea is we got to talk about Black Panther. I get it. I ruined so that if, fucking so part of the show, it, didn't I? If he doesn't I mean, do it, someone else is going to. It's a really good movie. It was really good, right? I, yeah. It's good. I, uh, I won't I spoil anything. It's good. There's definitely some things I want to like really get into, but I'll wait. I would argue this movie is kind of spoiler. F- like, I don't know that you can spoil it. I don't, there isn't, I mean, there isn't like big guest stars or surprises that pop up. You know... They, like, obviously, he's the king. Being the king is tough, and he's going to get challenged. And in the end, he's going to win. He's the good guy. It's mm-hmm. not like, you know, mm-hmm. okay. Killmonger smashes his head nitpick. open or anything. <laughs> a continuity? Like, continuity nitpick. Let's okay. hear it. The nerdy nitpick. I, the economy of Wakanda, I don't understand. Okay. So, like, they're on the streets, like, dirt streets, people, like, selling baskets. Like, what the hell are they doing in Wakanda? Like... <laughs> How advanced is it? What is the class system here? Fair enough. They didn't People still want arts and crafts from native yeah, people. It doesn't matter where there's gypsies everywhere. So, man. like, you know, <laughs> it doesn't matter where you gypsies. go. There's still nickel diamond making a couple sure, bucks it's, off it's a basket. Like a bunch of farmers markets with the crystals and the yeah, bullshit. Right, you know? right. That's what <laughs> like, it, it's a tourist trap. It's a tourist trap. What is the money in Wakanda? Okay, like, I don't how are they buying buildings in Oakland? It's like, yeah, we're rich. How you didn't. You don't deal with the world. You don't have the money. Well, they're rich what in the sense doing? that, like, I mean, he does stuff from, uh, you know, the sidelines. Like, he's probably involved in banking and stocks and banking. whatnot. Because I they got to so. send people I... out in the world to do shit. He bought some buildings, and he didn't just do it with Wakanda funny oh, right, money. Right. You know, he, he did it with real cash. I think I they want call the it funny banking money. movie of Wakanda. Wakanda That's what I watch. <laughs> So you were you would have been more interested in like the Jim Cramer Wakanda stock report is what you were looking for. <laughs> I just want to see them on Wall Street all day trading stocks, and I'll be like, okay, this is how they have their money. Oh, vibranium's tanking. Oh God, <laughs> sell, sell now. Oh my God. <laughs> all right, Bobby, thank you for your call, brother. I'm oh, wait, why are they selling uh, baskets? Like, what's the deal? We just it told you, me. dude. Yeah, we just told it's you it's a tourist item. Yeah, it's a like, gypsy you, economy. Yeah, man. You know? Who's the tourist? The they pe- all live there. No, the other guys that live in the, you know, the veldt with the, the villain, sheep like, and the rhino. Right <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. I thought there was tourists walking around buying baskets. No, no tourists. They're Man, completely okay. hidden. All right. It's like Wonder Woman society. They're completely hidden. They know Wakanda exists, mm. but they think it's just like a farming sort of like uh-huh. small, you know, country mm-hmm. in Africa. And they're like, well, why? Farm, farm Conda? There's weird stuff going on there, but they're not really sure what. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. And then when you go there, it is just farmers and people making baskets for the yeah. most part. Like, what that's the what hell? That's what it looks Man, like. And then you fly through the to, shield. Yeah, yeah. And like boom. it's all part of the... It's all part of the... It's techno-Africa. It's all part of the yeah. grand illusion. Like, all right, like, man? Some of it's techno. What's the other part? The I want my illusion. walking tour of the city. <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll get you there, Bob. I promise. <laughs> a tour boat or something. I'm that's sure that's going to be on the extras of the Blu-ray DVD. The walking I, tour of I really, Wakanda. That sequel is really going to knock your heart out. Oh, it's man. Uh, it's just going to be a day-to-day to... life in Wakanda. <laughs> the Wolf of Wakanda is going to be great. I let's guess. go to work with Dad <laughs> Wakanda. <laughs> All right, Bobby. Thank you for your that's call, awesome. brother. It's good to talk to you. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll try again next week. All right. Deal. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> Oh, Bobby the nitpicker. Concerned with the economy of Wakanda. <laughs> it's a valid, it's a valid concern. Well, I mean, like, uh, in all things, there's stuff you have to like look past, you know? Oh, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Every selling, movie's got something stupid in it. They were selling shit in Asgard when they yeah. went there, you yeah. know? Like the gods were buying booze and crap. I don't know. <laughs> Capitalism, it rules the universe. We all know that. It's nice to have a treasure pile. That's all there is to it, dude. All right, the phone lines are open. We're talking Black Panther. We're talking Marvel's fresh start. Let's touch on that because I want oh, yeah, to yeah. I want to get the discussion a, going. There was a lot going on in there. Good lord. Oh, I've got okay. Never okay, mind. hold on. Um, I can't seem to accept this call. I don't know what the deal is. It's ringing, but it won't give me a chance to accept it. I don't know Who what. Who there? Good God, Hangouts. We're You're killing me today. We're going to try to call You're killing again. killing me. Hey, you want to hear something? I, I, okay, when I was in uh, Planet Comic Con last weekend. Okay. How well, was it? How uh, was Planet Comic Con? I had, I had fun. Except for Comics for Less wasn't there, and I was banking on them being there. Those jerks. Well, you know. Why were they not there? All right, here we go. Here we go. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who dis? J.D. Catch. J.D. Gotta catch them all. J.D. Gotta catch them all. Rumors you're buying a beach house. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, there's a, there's the Marvel Beach House report that's coming out here shortly. Okay, and, okay. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we're we're doing a tour. There's there's a tour special edition Lake House reports coming up here. We got there's the different Beach houses. House reports. Sure. Mm-hmm. Joe's just got to put up. And then, and then based on you guys' recommendation, I'm working on uh, Tales from the D.C. Houseboat. Oh, Ooh, okay. the DC houseboat. <laughs> I like the hell that they're all very near or on water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. <laughs> I'm a nautical themed reviewer. What can I say? Fair enough. What do you want to I rap about today, that. sir? Well, uh, I. Okay, so based on the current, well, you guys' current news in Marvel, which I'll see sometime next year, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the. I wanted to go back and revise an old answer of the week. Okay, uh, we can do that. Which is kind of a revision of my Beach House report, which is the whole mutant thing and the what should be a, an else world. And so with the news that came out this week, they reset the timeline for Marvel Universe. So yeah, it looks like that is going to happen, yes. They're resetting yeah, the, the timeline. Fantastic Four went up up. In the, yeah, they went out in the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Okay. So... Based on that, what I would love to see is an Elseworlds tale, uh, a story, you know, even if it's the story that they do in the new, in the new Exiles, right. I would love to see Marvel's 6161. Uh, I would love to see a Marvel universe where they never reset the timeline at all. Oh, just like, oh, crazy. It went out to right? 1961. That would be dope. And it follows the publication timeline. Oh, that would be so cool. Oh, yeah. That'd be, that'd that would be, be so cool. Like, so, so like the Punisher, yeah. for example, got really old and couldn't yeah, punish yeah. anymore. And maybe, you know? <laughs> and, maybe uh, on and, and, and then do a legacy uh, thing so that we have Sam Wilson. Because Sam Wilson joined Cap in, what, late 70s, early 80s. So yes. he could theoretically still be physical enough to be Captain America or Bucky, depending on, well, we didn't find the Winter Soldier until, what, 90s? 
Yeah, I would say Sam would probably still be too old too. But you yeah, could but, have seen. But yeah, Bucky but that would still be. You know. And like Caps, be, yeah. and Caps also not aging normally. Like we know this. That's true. The Super Soldier Serum keeps him looking pretty good. I don't know that if it's yeah, like yeah. it's like the Infinity Serum or whatever, you know. But, right. But I don't but think he ages like you and me. Yeah. But still, I mean, other characters will age. You know, Hawkeye sure. would age. Oh yeah, definitely. Know, so so we could move on and have Kate Bishop, and Kate Bishop would probably be, I don't know, in her early 30s by now. Right. Like, you'd have an established Kate Bishop who still, you know, talks to Hawkeye and stuff, but he's an old bro. But he's an old bro. Yeah. She, like, goes yeah, to visit him in the superhero. They get desk jobs. You know, and the, like. The young guys take over. Yeah. They've got, like, the a superhero old folks home that's packed full of mm. old superheroes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and of course like they still wear their costumes, just like when villains go to prison. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it would be a Marvel universe that looks kind of like the DCU in certain aspects because of that legacy thing. That would be very cool. And I just, I just thought that'd be really cool because I love, I love all the new characters. I love the new, the legacy characters in Marvel. I love Kate Bishop. I love Sam. I love Falcap. I love. You know, the, the young Avengers. Are you Patriot, worried about Stature. those characters getting shunted to the background with the news of this fresh start stuff? Shunt. Um, yes and no. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we've already taken care of Falcap. So, you know, he's, he's right. Falcon. We know he that. ran it. And, and I honestly, uh, I liked that run. I like him better as the Falcon. And I liked him coming yeah, in and seeing too. how difficult it was to be Captain America and you got to deal with some racial stuff. Like people didn't recognize him as Captain America because he's black and that's not my cap and stuff. Right. That was cool. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And it gave but it, the, was, it was it had a shelf life. Yeah, it gave the character an arc. And of course, we all know Steve Rogers is gonna be back. Well yeah. The same uh, with the Thor. Hawkeye thing the, the Hawkeye thing has already been addressed. You know, they basically said, okay, we're both Hawkeye. You know, there's room for both of us. Right. And I, and so I hope they stick fine. with that because I really like Kate as well. Kate Bishop yeah. is the, is, she was one of the young Avengers, for those who don't know, who came in and took Hawkeye's name because she was also an archer. Mm-hmm. And he, she's sort of his spiritual successor, but they're still running around both as Hawkeye. <laughs> and yeah, I don't see yeah. any reason to break that up. I think it's really effective. She's a great character. And I hope in this fresh start stuff, which we're getting in May, yeah. which Marvel announced, we're launching with a new Avengers book and well, all your old heroes are back and sorry, legacy was weird and we don't even really know what it was, but we're apologizing for it. And now we're getting right. a fresh start. I hope that they don't force her to the background. I'll be honest. Oh the, one I'm, the one I'm the most worried about, the one I'm the most worried about is, is iron heart. Okay. Because that's a Bendis creation. Yeah. And so with Bendis leaving, there may not be anyone to champion her. And then, yeah. of course, everyone's going to want Tony back. I can and see Riri Williams being a B-list, C-list character. I hate that name so much. I kind of do, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when I grew up, a Riri had a, was a name for something else. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to go into it because it's offensive. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, yeah, that name's okay. Well, what, yeah. what I found <laughs> one thing I did find interesting, though, on, the, on that Iron Man front, though, is all the pictures that I've seen of the of the what's supposed to be the Fantastic Four book, which is still the Marvel two and one book that right. they've done for the solicits for this fresh start, have the Doom Invisible Iron Man yeah. on the cover <clears throat> as part of the Fantastic Four. And this is what we don't know about oh, Fresh Start. It, and it's one of the things that's bothering me in the way it's being reported. It's not a reboot, it's not a relaunch. We understand what those are. They're calling it Fresh Start yeah. because they're just sort of giving you a new jumping on point for a lot of stuff. A lot of the legacy shit will still count. 
Other books are going back to their new, old numbering. Some are staying with new numbering. <laughs> uh, and it's just like, it's so nonsensical the way it's reported. Like Tom yeah, Braveheart had a quote that made me want to pull my hair out. Where it's just like, well, yeah, we're, we're going to have some brand new number ones, but some of the other books will softly have their old numbering still there, too. What the hell does that mean? Would it be like <laughs> like they're doing... What does that mean? Okay, like... Uh, okay, listen, man. But DC, DC did this with the... I mean, for, for God's sake, I mean, I just reviewed three DC books based on you guys' recommendations. Okay. And two of them were in the 900s. Yeah, who cares? Let it go. And honestly, I always go back to... Comic, you know, comic book filing jockey, the yeah. poor, poor yeah. bastard that has to take the new books off the shelf and figure out where they go in the back issue yeah. bin, or just right. nerd at home who's putting his yeah. stuff in order and going, and these are all my X books. Mm-hmm. Well, where the hell do I put X Men Blue and X Men Gold? Are they after Uncanny? Are they before? Is, is this <laughs> alphabetical? Do I go from when they came out? Mm-hmm. Should I smash my head in and just forget the whole fucking yeah. thing? I mean, the numbering the numbering should have been my pet peeve in comics for last last question. It's an excellent. Uh, pet peeve. Yeah, it, I wish what, they what get you, rid of the numbering altogether. I wish they just go with like magazines and say, you know, this is the uh, December two thousand eight issue. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have a problem. With what that. do you think of this with books? Okay, books like uh, the BPRD and now Yusagi Yojimbo. They are the Indicia number on the inside says number 140 whatever of a series. I like that a lot. But then on the front cover, it says number two of this story. I like that a lot. Oh, yeah. Do you like that? That doesn't bother you? Number three of The Wild Hunt. Oh, thanks. Or, yeah, number four of 12 of... Guest appearance by Casey Baum. Yeah. That's great. Would you, would, you, would you prefer having both numbers on the cover, or is no. that too confusing? I don't think confusing? we need both on the cover. No. I think you just have on the... Like, BPRD always did yeah. whatever storyline was going part six, part seven, part yeah. eight. Yep. And you open yep. it up, and it said BPRD number 144. Yes. Right. Fine with well, that. Yeah, okay. That tells you Fine with so that. much more, because... Because, God, that tells you so much more because that tells you what the fuck you're going to read. Right. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. Whereas in all of a sudden, and when you have Marvel Comics, you know, is, uh, jumping Guardians of the Galaxy is instantly to issue 150, and now mm-hmm. it's going to go back to issue one. Yeah. And people are going to look yeah. and go, well, well where, where do I read this crap? And yeah. ultimately, they're going to say, fuck these comics. I'm just going to buy the trade paperbacks because <laughs> right. those are numbered well, one, two, stories, three, yeah. four, five. That's not, just, that's, that's not just Marvel, though. I mean, DC, like I just talked that's about. DC as well. The two... The three, the three books that I pulled up, I was looking for the, the opening of story arcs, like, uh, like the places to start for someone fresh looking at DC. And I picked the first issue of Tom Taylor, or first issue of Tinian's Detective Comics run, sure. which was 957, right? <laughs> I think. Or, and then the first Dan Jurgens action comics run or at the beginning of that story arc or whatever, which was 983. Right. And then the beginning of the war of jokes and riddles, which was Batman 25. And not great. <laughs> the war of jokes and riddles was not great. I'll be honest. No, but what they're doing is they are selling to the oh, trades. Yeah. They understand that the monthly guys are going to go pick the comics up and they're going to make X amount of money there. But the real money is going to be in the trades and the graphic novels that they're selling to bookstores, that they're selling to comic shops and that they're just going to call, the War of Jokes and Riddles. There it is. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. and then Batman Detective Comics, you know, the Death in the Family or whatever, you know, and they'll just call it that and they'll put it out. Yeah. There you go. I just want to read the Death in the Family. So right. I'm just getting this one. Right. It's weird. It's never going to work great and it's always going to be a mess. It's part of being a comic book fan. And that's kind of what I want to talk about with this Marvel Fresh Start shit. It, it's mm-hmm. just, 
a lot of people are upset and going, oh, they're doing it again. They're doing it again. They constantly do this. Yeah, this is that, nothing that they're new. They're going to do it again. Right. That's the thing. <laughs> this is nothing new. And if something's get not used to working, it by this point. you don't get to get mad because you don't like what's going on in Legacy. And to be fair, I don't understand what Legacy was. It seemed to me like a branding and that's all because they really didn't do a lot of new story yeah. stuff or anything like that. They just called it Legacy. And well, went, yeah. Oh, look, some of the old guys are kind of back, but not. Are and they just trying whatever. to limp along book sales then? Like, hey, man, if we if we say this is a new thing, yes, we'll we'll get a little bit of spike. Well, that's just all it is. But Every you're six not, months, we need a spike. But we can't call it a reboot. We can't call it a relaunch anymore because those instantly make nerds freak out whenever they hear those yeah. words. So now we go a fresh start, and mm-hmm. it's just more of the same. This is what we've all yeah. like, literally the last. Four years in May, there's been a major Marvel movie and with it a major comic push for something, whether it was a company-wide crossover or a reboot or a soft reboot and now a fresh start. This is what they do. I almost feel like, yeah, I almost feel like Ultimate Marvel was like 20 years before its time. Yeah. Because I honestly, I feel like if, if, if Marvel had the balls to do that now, not having had done it before, which is an impossible scenario, but if they had the balls to do it now, you know, I think it's what we need. I, they need to just shake the Etch-A-Sketch and I don't, start over. I don't disagree. I don't disagree <laughs> yeah. at all. And they are, they're not going to have the balls to do that because too many people will freak no. out one way or another. So what they're trying to do oh, right yeah. now, have their cake, eat it too, keep everybody happy. And, and you know, it's, I honestly think it'll be fine. This stuff's all cyclical. <laughs> and we yeah. Yeah. look at DC rebooted themselves like three times in four years and before they got it right. I know. And we're yeah. and we all stayed on board and now I'm reading some of the best DC comics I've ever read. I love them. Yeah. It, it's great. And, again. Sorry, this, and if this, this is what Marvel needs to do to write the ship and make it, you know, more palatable to old guys like me and new people that are coming to read. Great. Do it. Yeah. And I stop mean, this, bitching this, about uh, it. If you hate legacy, you don't get to bitch about this because they're trying to fix what you hate. <laughs> <laughs> stop yeah, it. Yeah. This Jason Aaron Avengers run looks like the hotness. I mean, I'm serious. It does look cool. It looks very cool. I like yeah. the team. It looks very cool. I don't but like Ghost Rider. Real, I don't know quick, I this wanted, Ghost Rider. I, I want to touch on Black Panther for just a quick second. Yeah. I know Jared hasn't seen it, but I'm hanging up on you after this. this. You've been on here for way too long. Damn it. All right. <laughs> I'm just going to say this. Uh, Shuri is my new favorite Disney princess, and anyone who says she's not can die mad about it. She is a princess. You're right. She's absolutely a princess, unlike most. And she's Disney. Yeah, and she is Disney. <laughs> See, mine's Princess Leia, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> princess Leia is my favorite also, Disney princess. Go. So you also can't, Disney. I'm, you can't. JD, thank you for right, your call, bro. Guys. Good to talk to you. Later. All right. The phone lines are open. We're talking Black Panther. We're talking Marvel Fresh Start. We are talking two different questions of the week. No one's answered them yet. Uh, well, I think we're going to get those in our voicemails. Oh, you got any? Those are a little more thought out. I got some. Are we, we doing one some. yet? Let's do one. While we're waiting for somebody to call in. <laughs> are we doing one yet? <laughs> it's happening right now. We've been doing the show for like a <laughs> half hour. Oh, crap. Oh, never mind. Somebody's calling. Thank you for calling. THN, cover to cover. Caller, who this? It's Brian Domingos. Brian Domingos. Oh, yeah. Speaking of the question of the week, you came up with this one. I know. Could we only have like a busier week of things to talk about? No like, shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, the sad part is there's no um, news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's a really real, uh, you know, fifth week with nothing going on. Fresh start. What um, do you think? Let's talk it's about that fresh first. Start? Fresh start. What do you okay. think? Okay. Fresh start. Um, I mean, they need to do something. Yes. I, I'm not against, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't against the new 52. I didn't like, I didn't love the idea, but I was like, all right, let's see what happens. Right. And it was, you know, I don't know, 40, 60, good versus crap. Um, and then I think Rebirth has been great. 
Um, I think they did it the right way, you know, kind of starting with Superman and transitioning into this whole, you know, bringing back the the post-crisis one and doing all that stuff. Absolutely. I think, and it's kind of like you just, just unfocus your eyes a little bit and it all fits. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you really get too specific, like nothing makes sense, but I mean, I don't know. It's been forever and it's been 10 years since final crisis how's that possible right when did that happen you know what i mean (laughs) so like when i read that solicitation i was like how how has it been 10 years so you know time moves really fast we just get old and gray so right it is what it is you know they're going to keep putting stuff out um i mean i thought legacy was kind of lame just because it was only branding and renumbering for no reason like they just renumber like oh it's issue 190 of luke cage like why yeah, no, I totally like, agree. Who, who, you know what I mean? And they add a bunch of books up, and like sometimes they double count it, and <laughs> I, it, it, was, and it was just to do yeah. it. it. It was confusing you know, and, and stupid. And, it, and there, and still and, to this um, day, when we look back and we say, "Well, what was Marvel Legacy?" We're all gonna look at each other and go, well, "I'm not really sure." Maybe they're just trying to figure out the numbers. <laughs> yeah, it's like it seems like it was a lot of math. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you guys talked about it a little bit when you reviewed the uh, Legacy Black Panther issues, where it was like part five of seven, right? And they just like re so it's not even a new jumping on point. No, it's not a start. It's just like the the penultimate issue of a or you know almost of a story arc by like the writer they're pushing the most. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um. And they they I mean they couldn't have done that worse. Also very movie driven. They also realized we have Black Panther the, yeah. the movie coming out. We cannot screw with the sales of this book because they're already doing really well, and we have this amazing writer that's working on it. So. It's just going to fall victim to this. <laughs> yeah. So they, they, Boom, so they basically, they, they just turn into legacy and it's like, it doesn't mean anything. And it's not a significant number. Right. Um, I heard JD talking about like the DC numbers and the, you know, I mean, action and detective are pretty significant. I think, you know, Absolutely. those are their big yeah. books. They want to have them in the 900s and get to a thousand, like action. Thou- 1000 is pretty awesome. You know, like the idea of that. Totally like, awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally on board with that. So cool. Um, and the other books, whatever, they've all been rebooted at time to time. And they sure. did that after, um, you know, back in the day after, you know, uh, in, uh crisis of, in, of infinite earth. So I don't know, that's just what they do, but you want to keep the original numbering. I like that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just look and I go, okay, I don't know that they know what they're doing at Marvel <laughs> that when they said, Oh, we haven't seen as much enthusiasm since Marvel now. And right. I literally thought. And not even sarcastically, like, but which one? Because yeah, we no had doubt. three Marvel Nows in yeah. the last yeah. five years. I mean, you said that about DC, but it's like they did, they literally had the same branding and read, this is Marvel, all new Marvel now, all right. different Marvel now. And it's like, what? I don't, just I don't get, know. Just so get they, Marvel now. Yeah. Just get in here yeah. now. Yeah. Just do it right now. So <laughs> Just make Marvel now yeah, now. Like, uh, not then. Now. I just, now, Marvel now. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought it sounded kind of stupid. I don't know if I would have even mentioned Marvel now before. Like, just pretend that never happened. Just be like, this is the most they've been energized in 10 years. Right. Yeah, but totally. to be like, worse, worse than the other thing we got you to buy in. Remember that? It's like, yeah, but which one did you have us buy into? So, right. I don't know. Maybe it'll be great. Excited I don't about re- it. I don't recall. <laughs> they just distract you with restarts. But I, but I had to look it up. Like literally, what books were part of that? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, I don't know. No, and that's you another know, what thing we're, we're going to look back and talk <laughs> about when we talk about legacy <laughs> and Marvel <laughs> now and stuff. We're just they're just going to be terms. They're just these terms that literally meant nothing. And they'll fit they'll into all just nothing. be blended together. It'll be like, remember when they did these things? Yeah. Instead of like, do you remember? I can't even tell you now? what the big company crossover was for Marvel now that it launched. I can't yeah. remember. I know. Who, who knows? Um, and so, uh, and so, real. I forgot the Black Panther thread. So that one was Legacy. 
and then it's being relaunched a new number one in May. Right. So they switched to Legacy in the middle of a story arc for six issues to renumber, and then they're going to go back to one. Yep. It's like you, you guys can't tell me you, you weren't thinking long term. And you didn't change the gears, right? No, I mean, no. there's there's no way you you screwed that up so badly because why would you do that? Well, and if anything else, we got to get up there. They've seen the DC model and they've seen how it, it how this has become a success for them. Their rebirth thing has become a success, and they saw okay, DC didn't you know shake the whole world until everybody died and then repopulated. <laughs> they just kind of went okay. Look, you like Superman's old outfit? It's back. All right, there. The Green Lantern Corps is the Green Lantern Corps you remember. There, you know, mm. and they just sort of subtly drop that stuff in. I think Marvel is going to do that, but I think they should do it without making a stupid big deal out of it with a push, especially something a fresh start. What the hell does that mean? It sounds like we're in marriage counseling. Like, Sweetheart, I think we need a fresh there start. There you go. That's it. It's counseling. Yeah. This we're is gonna, counseling between you every, and Marvel every Company. Every Wednesday night is date night, right? Yeah, I mean, that's totally. what we're going to do. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah. There you go. Enjoy your um, date. So sort of related and actually in a legacy thing. And then you, you and Joe were talking about a couple of weeks about how like, the, the the legacy of like uh, Chuck Dixon is ruined, right? Right. So I've got a you know a pile of things to read, but I for some reason I pulled off the shelf my Green Lantern Emerald album like two thousand, and it's the Kyle and Connor Hawk. I'm stuff. sorry, which one was it? Emerald Knights? Is that what it was? It's Emerald Allies. Emerald, it's Emerald Kyle. Allies. Okay. Right. So Kyle and Connor Hawk like meet for the first time, and they yes. have team ups. It was wonderful. So it's like the and it's. It's amazing. The art is amazing. It's you know, it, and the the story is really interesting. And and I'm reading it. I'm thinking Chuck uh, Chuck, Chuck Dixon, Chuck Dixon, Chuck Dixon. And in the story, the guy, one of the characters is this like right wing lunatic who would fit right into the cabinet right now. But he's right. like <laughs> totally this lunatic. But it was weird because the Dixon issues weren't that extreme, but the Ron Mars issues were like more not over the top, but just like more almost enthusiastic. And he's a bleeding heart. So it's like this thing of like looking at it through the perspective of like, you know, Dixon is like a Clinton cash comic adaptation. Right. Asshole, right. But <laughs> it's not in the old work. Like, no, it's really not there. I totally agree. Which is like, it's not, you know what I mean? And like, if, if it was, I would be like, like, I don't want to read new stuff. Like I'm not interested, but I think he's always kind of told the line of like, not ruining his, his, you know, work for hire stuff with that. Sure. I, and I agree. I totally so. agree. And a lot of people argue that politics has become more prevalent in comics. I don't know that it totally has, or we are more aware of the politics of our creators. And so we look for said politics more in our comics. You yeah. Know, I mean, this you is, know what I mean? It's literally, it's literally like a corporate guy wants to put a satellite in the air <laughs> to, because of, you know, like the, the liberal media and it's, you know, it's like, it's almost Roger Ailes, like, you know, right. putting the satellite up and I'm going to have a network, but then he actually wants to like bomb the liberals. Like it's this ridiculous story, but, um, I mean, it was in the comics, but they just kind of, I don't know. It's an interesting perspective on it because Chuck Dixon was, he didn't write the most offensive stuff. It was, no. it was Ron Mars. No. And yeah. if you've seen him fight with the nerds on uh, the alt-right nerds on Twitter, like he knows, you know, he's not for that at all. So, sure. um, yeah. Dingo, we appreciate your call, brother. Yeah, I got to go. My daughter's screaming crazy. So, oh, um, man. Oh, have a man. good day, guys. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I know. It's, good to talk to you, brother. I'm glad you can't hear her because then you're not calling uh, Protective Services. But uh, have a good day, and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oh, later. We'll just tweet at Protective Services. He didn't even get you know? to answer his own question. He man. didn't. He didn't. He got too deep. These questions it. you might even have to save till next time, man. Nobody's answered them.
Well, we got well, we got a couple here. Oh, this one is actually not an answer to the question. This, this is, is not a, an answer. This is not an answer. This is something else. Uh, a couple shows ago, I brought up I had a problem with Squirrel Girl. Oh, yeah, we'll, I do too. We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. Thank you for calling. THN, cover to cover. Caller, who this? This is Jason from the Savage Land. Jason from the, the Savage, Savage Land. Land. Dude, that's my favorite there? place in the Marvel <laughs> Universe. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. We, we have a little satellite phone. Uh, we have to climb to the top of the mountain and use it every once in a while. Watch out for pterodactyls, all that Fair stuff. Enough. Sweet, Jason, sweet. are you a first-time caller? Uh, no, I've, I've called uh, once before. Okay, I remember now. It was great. You were the best. Okay. Sorry. I've, uh, oh, I appreciate the best. it. <laughs> you're, you're the best, too. It's There's right. a sign right there. It says, I wish Jason from the Savage Land would call yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. It's up in the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I've, I've been wondering about that, actually, for a while. <laughs> what do you want to um, rap about today? Uh, a couple of things. So first, I, I wanted to, to ask the question of the week. Okay. Uh, Lee Weeks has been, like, since he started doing this Batman stuff, Lee Weeks is absolutely the artist that I've been falling in love with. Lee Weeks is amazing. Um, He's always been really... Really yeah, cool. I've loved that dude for a yeah. number of yeah. years. He's been great for, for years and years, but like he changed his style a bit for this Batman stuff. Definitely. And it's just, I don't know. There, there's I'll something about it that's it. just amazing. There's Lee Weeks is one of those creators that like, if you go back, he's been good. He's been awesome. But he's like, if you didn't like know him, you didn't years. know him. Right. You know, that's the thing. He was like, never yeah. like big and flashy, yeah, right. but always super talented. And mm-hmm. you're absolutely right, Jason. His style has gently changed over the years. So much yeah, so that, like, he's not like a chameleon where he's doing shit completely different, but you can see the evolution of his work. And I would argue right now, I love that in a, in like, a, in a body of work. You know what right I mean? Now. The guy looks amazing. Yeah. It looks, it looks like a modern version of Mazzucchelli in this uh, Batman stuff. Absolutely. It's just incredible. Absolutely. I'll check it out. I haven't, I haven't looked at it. He's definitely channeling him. What else do we want to rap yeah. about? Uh, so, did you get, you guys saw that Chris Somney's contract is up with Marvel, right? And he announced he's leaving. Yes. I didn't see What do you think he's doing? My, my thought is Superman. I don't know. I can see Bendis pulling him over to do Superman because Bendis loves the guy. I mean, Mm -hmm. everybody loves the guy. And if you think about what he did with Wade on Captain America, which was another Mm -hmm. very iconic red, white, and blue character, I can see Sam Need doing Superman and knocking it out of the park. But don't, don't, don't you think the dude might be like, they all, like all the creators at one point go, God, I want to do my own thing. I want to do my thing. Sure. Here's my little thing. No, but he is going to DC. We know that. Oh, He's going to DC. You knew that. Well, he, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I don't know if he has said that he's going to DC yet, um, but okay. I, I feel like he is. I don't know if it's going to be long term because I would love to see Chris Somney do a, a creator own project, but I feel like he's probably going to sort of check that DC box for a bit and then yeah. probably go do his own thing after like a year. Because he's, he's been drawing DC constantly for the past like six months. If you look at his Twitter yes. and Instagram, it's been nothing but oh, Batman and yeah, his sketches. The yeah. writing is on the wall. And it would not yeah. surprise me at all if he was doing Superman with Bendis, and I think that would be wonderful. Be amazing. Um, and then the other thing I was wondering about is Gabriel Hernandez Walta. His contract is also up, and I'm just curious, what would you like to see him do? Anything, literally anything. The guy <laughs> has proved he's just amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's yeah. it's one of those things where like his contract is up, sure, but that just means the fight for this guy is going to start now. Yeah, where the people are just going to say, "Look, here's cash. Please come draw this. Please, please, please," <laughs> because he's just incredible, yeah. absolutely incredible. Yeah, he's um, awesome. Um, yeah, and then the last thing I wanted to leave with was uh, that, that I'm stoked that Annie Wu is is back in comics now. Yeah. I can't wait for this new uh, Dead Guy fan club. I'm totally excited too. I'm totally excited. Awesome. Good to talk to you, Jason, from the Savage. Good to talk to you guys as well. All right, keep your head. Be careful out there, dude. Yeah, keep your head down.
right. Yeah, of course. No, I'm, I'm going to run back into the into the trees now. Okay. Hang, hang out with those <laughs> with those cats with the monkey tails. I don't remember the name of that tribe. Yeah, of I can't the remember their name either. People down there. Just yeah, I have no idea. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The high evolutionary made them. Who knows? They all look the same to me. They seem, they seem cool. <laughs> all these monkey tail cats. Whatever. Hang out with those monkey tail dudes. They get you some fruit out of that tree way up there, dude. All right, Jay. We'll talk to you later, man. All right. Later, bro. Okay. A couple of episodes ago, I said I had a problem with Squirrel Girl. I do, too. I don't like her. I, I, just, I just thought it was a little too precious and whatever. The comic is very smartly written, and it is funny, I'm sure, and people love it. That's great. It's not, not for me. Mark Tarrington called in to tell me how friggin' wrong I am. Okay. So, I have to download the preview because he sent an M4A. Everybody likes what they like, man. It's true, and you're allowed to. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying anyone's wrong, and I'm not saying I wish Squirrel Girl would go away. I have no affinity for this. Hi, this is Mark from the UK, and I'm going to give Matt three reasons why I should think again about the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Okay. I'm not saying he has to like it, but whether or not it's to its taste, I think there are reasons why it's objectively interesting. Number one, it's smarter and better made than Matt thinks it is. Squirrel Girl is is and is intended to be a fun all-ages comedy title uh, that anyone can enjoy. Um, mixing broad comedy, um, parodies of the superhero genre, and smart jokes that cover everything from computer science to the philosophical mind-body problem. Now, if you don't believe me about that, go to issue one of the all-new, all-different Squirrel Girl and the first appearance of Brain Drain. Issue seven and eight feature Ratatoska, the ancient Norse squirrel god of trolling. What more do you want? <laughs> Number two, it's something different from a big two publisher. It's a fun, all-ages superhero comedy. Great superhero comics can be, and I've read quite a few. How many titles do you need where a man in a supposedly gritty, realistic setting solves his problems with PG-13 related violence with very few consequences? (laughs) And going more violent and gritty is not the only response to that issue. I'm... Enjoying isn't quite the right word, but reading the Kieran Gillen World War II uh, alternate history book, uh, book Uber and can recommend it to fans of crushing despair, existential ho- uh, horror and agonising death. <laughs> but as you've discussed on the show, comments is a medium that can successfully tell a broader range of stories and in doing so appeal to different types of people and bring in new readers. Number oh, he's three got notes. He's is got a notes. title that genuinely has something to say. Two things specifically. Firstly... It's a title where the main character tries to resolve problems with empathy and understanding rather than just punching. Secondly, it's commitment to representing a broader range of people, not just in its main cast, but also in its side characters. Right, that's it. I've got chemistry to do and great old ones to worship. Bye! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I don't disagree with any of that. I don't disagree with any of it. And I know it's a very smart book. I just have no affinity for the character. I don't either. You know, I mean, it just does nothing for me. And I I'm, think if you really like her, you're a furry and you're gross. I'm fine that that book is out there and <laughs> yeah. for people to enjoy it. Right. Like, I don't have any problem with the book. No. I will not read the book. I have problems with not people in the like... Book. Our, no, I won't watch the show. Our furry friend, Dave DeMarco, who is sexually attracted to hey, but animals. Dig this though, man. He mentioned the Rettatosker, mm-hmm. the squirrels, squirrel people from the uh, tree Yggdrasil, which we, well, just, right. we just encountered yeah, in our, yeah. they chittered and in chattered our D&D at us. game. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We decided they were squarriers. We decided they were a little squarriers. <laughs> they were squarriers. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? This is Zach Hollowell. Zach Hollowell. Oh, Zachy. Nick Garcia was trying uh, yeah, to get I in there, too. I got to follow that call. 
Okay. Really? My dumb shit has to follow that call. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if nothing else, we can get back to the dumb shit that is this show. Okay? <laughs> well, get well, us I, back on track. I, I, yeah. I, I, don't worry. I've got some dumb shit. But, um, and I've got some serious shit, actually, too. Okay. But, um, so... Actually, I wanted to talk a little bit about Black Panther, a movie, because I have two children I have not seen yet, but something interesting. um, I work with Chadwick Boseman's cousin. What? Really? What? Yeah, his first cousin is the IT guy in my, like, he sits, like, 30 feet from me. Seriously? (laughs) Absolutely seriously. Okay, Zach, you have one job, and your job (laughs) is to get Chadwick Boseman to introduce this show. I don't need to meet him. I don't need to talk to him. I just need a voicemail, all right? I'll, I'll see what I can do. Oh I'll see what God. I can do because, like, apparently, his wife talks to Chadwick Boseman's wife like every week. Like they, you know, get on Skype or whatever and talk. Oh my God! So maybe. Oh my God! Yeah. Damn. <laughs> and if he does it with the but, accent, oh my God! I'll give you the, <laughs> the best high five you've ever had. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank God because I've had too many Matt Stamplins that just sucked. Uh, um, yeah, so. Me. Like a couple things about the movie. First off, a funny thing. Um, he said apparently Chadwick Boseman's father is not allowed on the set anymore. He cannot. He is banned from Marvel sets. What, is he like Lorenzo he very, Ball or something? Or like, well, what's, what's the okay, problem with this dude? Like, okay, let me let me step back one more. Um, actually, his father is a twin, and his mother is a twin, and they married like. One twins. set of twins married one, one set of twins married the other. So this dude is like from one set and Chadwick is from the other. What? How weird is that? That is yeah. so creepy. What is going on? I don't on? trust right. twins exactly. as it is, okay? I'm not racist. There could have been some weird twins freak shit going me on. the fuck I don't out, know. man. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. They're weird crazy. twins. But anyway, dude is very quiet, you know, described as very quiet, very demure. But uh, like every time he was watching an action scene, Halfway through the action scene, he would yell out, boy, don't you get hurt? <laughs> That's great. That's so they would have to reshoot the entire fucking scene. <laughs> I love it. Turn like, okay, Mr. Bozeman, um, let's just go over this one more time. <laughs> I love it. That's a dad. Still loves his son is what that is, dude. That's a dad that still loves his son. Boy, don't you get hurt. Now, here's the terrible part of this. And I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'm sure you've seen this. Have you seen the people faking violence that happened at Black Panther movies? No. What? What? There was, there was a rash the weekend it came out of people posting things on Twitter where they would literally go into Google search, find pictures of women who had been beat up, and then claimed that this was a white woman who went to a showing and a bunch of black dudes beat it's, her up. It's those DC people. <laughs> I guarantee It's I, the I, DC I people, you, right? It's, it's these same DC creeps that like got on Rotten Tomatoes and they were like, the, the D we're going to vote down the Black DC Panther creeps. because everybody knows uh, the Justice League okay. movie was so great. That's dumb. <laughs> right. you got to be uh, fucking uh, kidding share, me. We share air with these people. These are the people we share oxygen with. Well, the best part about these people is they don't know that there's this thing called, you know, reverse image lookup where we can yeah, it's just called, drop that image into a reverse image lookup and be like, no, that's actually from this. No, hey, it's, <laughs> that's not it's called Ten Eye. It's actually made me money as a photographer from people who have stolen my photos. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah, totally great. Yeah. I did not see that. And uh, you know what? That's nah, ridiculous. The really, really sad part is, like, imagine if a, a new Captain America movie came out. 
and somebody posts like black women were attacked by white folks at the claim. Like, no, it would never happen. It's only white uh, racist assholes that do this shit, you know? Like like they reboot Captain America and make it just for white nationalists. Right. Yeah. Well, and the best part like, about like the the knee-jerk reaction against Black Panther was like they didn't see the movie. They didn't know what it was about. They went in and they just assumed it's this like anti-white guy movie. And like, there is nothing like that going on. You know, there's one clever joke in there that I thought was really funny. But that's it. I mean, that's well, you it. Know, it just happens to throw a lot of black people. You know why? It happens to take place in fucking Africa. Yeah. I mean, come well, on. But here's the thing about the movie. I mean, there's really two white guys in the movie, right? Sure. Both of those guys were in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Lord of the Rings was written by J.R.R. Tolkien, so that makes them the two Tolkien white guys. Hey-oh! Yeah! Okay, I'll leave you on that one. I think it's time to hang you up You are fired! <laughs> I just hung up on him. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. It was a good. It was good. But, but I appreciate but you bringing the bar back hilarious. down to complete bullshit. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, dude. The Tolkien white yeah. guys. Oh, that hurt my heart a little bit. <laughs> uh, dude, I asked, okay, I started to tell you in the very beginning, I asked Jason Aaron if he got asked to write the new Conan book. <laughs> oh. And he said that they had talked to him about it. Yeah. And he said he'd love to do it, but it all comes down to timing. So I'm pretty sure that this he's Avenger, be, he's going to be tied into this Avengers book. He ain't going to be able to do it. Well, I don't know. But I told him he was the only dude. I was like, you are the only man. Absolutely. At Marvel right now, absolutely. Who should write that book? Jason Aaron should, without a doubt, be writing that book. And man, anyway, here's the thing: they're saying the TV relaunches. They're talking 2019, right? Uh, yeah, man. So he's going to be on this Avengers thing starting in May. He's probably already got. Oh, yeah. He may only write so much of it, yeah, right? He's probably already got six. 12 issues in the can. I mean, this is Jason Aaron, who went on the longest run of Thor we've ever friggin' seen, but the guy also wrote two other books. Yeah. He can do that. Yeah, he's got his own... He can do that. Side books, too. I yeah. would love to see him do Conan. I would, too, man. That was a THN breaking news right there. Yeah, right? You no, reached out to Jason like, Aaron, that, that and he was like... came up and talked to me and told everybody that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> now it's going to get all around the internet. THN says Jason Aaron to write the new Conan book. There it is. All right, let's go to a voice. What are we here. doing? Okay. Casual Comics Guy. Hey, nerds. It's Joe Bankus, Casual Comics Guy, and I'm here this time with my Casual Comics kid, Cassie. <laughs> Hi. She sounds and wacky. She doesn't sound like a kid. With comics that we love. I didn't really read the thing this week, but we have a new comic that my daughter loves. We are going back in history and trying to explore Marvel miniseries. And this week, she and I are talking about Cloak and Dagger. Yeah, Cassie, did you love Cloak and Dagger or just like... I loved it. Rick Leonardi what artwork. Did you love, what did you love about Cloak and Dagger? Well, Cloak and Dagger, I like the light side and the dark side. It's like Star Wars because I love Star Wars. So Yeah? Right on. And who was your favorite between Cloak and Dagger? Cloak. Cloak? Well, she's a, she's a Cloak fan. Because his... Cape gets all flowy, and it's so cool. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cloak is very cool. So They're cool. two it's of my cool. favorite heroes. Cloak is so cool, dude. Marvel comics from the 1980s are some of my favorite. Hell yeah. You were reading Runaways in Cloak mm-hmm. and Dagger. They're in it. They're in it. They are? <laughs> yeah. What do they do? Spoiler! Well, they transport the kids to somewhere else. Oh, yeah, because Cloak has what kind of powers? Cloak has the teleporting stuff through his cave. And what else? 
and the killing power, I guess. The killing, <laughs> the killing power. They suck you I in, guess. shit you up, spit you out with white yeah. hair, man. Like those beastmaster <laughs> dudes. The light power. The light power. Yeah. So the miniseries from Marvel was in 1983. Mm-hmm. How many of the how many of the comics have you read? One. One. How many are you gonna read? Four. Out of <laughs> what? Four out of four. Yeah. Uh huh. Four out of four. So there. What? Can you tell me anything else you love about Cloak and Dagger? Well, I love them a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> That's all, really. Will you watch their TV show? Do they have a TV show? Oh, come on. Yeah. Well, you didn't tell they her they had a TV show? How old are you? 13. And what's the best part of Cloak and Dagger for a 13-year-old? I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to figure it out. So. The romance? No. No. no, no, get that Super out of my face, Dad. Yes. Super drugs that they're on. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, nerds, that was me and my daughter, casual comics guy, casual comics kid. Nice. We're going to be talking about comic books a lot more in the near future. Please. Uh, she wants to listen to this, so no swearing during Too late or for that one, after dude. immediately oh, or oh, okay, okay. slightly before so I can play this part for her and she can hear it with no curse words. Thanks, nerds. See you next time. Casual comics, kid. In the house. Oh, man. I love it. I love it. Please yeah. check yeah, in with yeah, us yeah. anytime you would like Casual Comics Kid. One thing we don't have is kids' perspective on stuff, I especially know. a girl kid's perspective on stuff. And I want to know what she thinks of uh, Cloak and Dagger after she's read that initial four. Oh, yeah. For I, sure. I love Cloak and Dagger. Hell, dude. I love that. There's, that Rick Leonardi artwork is oh. so... Oh, he so was good, so man. good back in the day. There's a there's a panel of uh, Dagger throwing one of her light knives, and it's just like the whole top panel, and it's very minimalist, but with the action lines and like it's it's probably one of my favorite panels in comics ever. Like I can still see it in my head. Yeah, like it. Rick Leonardi yeah. was such a badass at the time too. Such a yep. badass. Casual comics guy has a casual comics kid, and she's pretty smart. I liked yeah. it. And she was giggly, too. I like that, too. Like, yeah. <laughs> I just love it. I just love it. I love it because I love it. Guys, this has been great. This is this kind of flew by today. Do we want to try to crank our answers out? Or we Let's just crank wanna, our answers Do we want to just Let's close it. it up? Let's pick one of the questions. Let's not do them both. You pick oh, one. Oh, man. Okay. And well, I'll do the okay, other one. That's fine. You pick that's fine. You that's pick fine. first. Because my, my uh, one genre into another got... Got flopped and I had to because I thought it was from from a comic to another comic, but whatever. I think. Whatever. I mean, it could be. I'm going to answer the other one. Okay. Uh, my most recent fall in love creator fall in love, and this is actually not terribly recent because it's probably 2014, maybe. Okay. But that that's the last creator that I remember falling in love was back then. Okay. And it was with Matt Smith. He's a, a illustrator. Yeah. And he did Barbarian Lord, and then he did. Uh, um, I'm going to get real mad at myself. Barbarian here. Lord, I can't remember the other one either. He did what is it? Just Ring of Fire, uh, the the image, yeah, the image series I can of see the it. Um, uh, during the. I got a computer right here in front of me. God what the hell am I it. doing? During the Crusades, yeah, those old the old the night, aliens the night yes yeah 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 that book, I cried. Reading that book, it was reading so the last issue, I cried. And I hadn't cried at a book since Why the Last Man. So then uh, he has he drew the first issue of the latest Jim Henson uh, Presents, Storyteller Presents 
fairies. Those have all been he did the, the first issue there. Lake of Fire. Lake of Fire. Yeah. Wonderful the, my, book. It's such a jam book. It's basically like knights in armor it's versus so good. aliens. It's, and it's, it's incredible. Oh, good. It's incredible. <laughs> and then uh, he's doing um, dark metal. Well, not dark metal, but he's doing a metal book yeah. about a couple metal kids that go to like hell world, like a Jack Black hell world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I freaking love the dude. I love that dude. I love you, Matt Smith. I hope you're listening. <laughs> I, I wish, love you, Matt Smith. I wish we were buddies, dude. I wish we were buddies. And so, uh, yeah, that's my that's mine. Okay, that's my creator. So life. I'll answer the other one. And this is, and I'm gonna cheat. I'm cheating, but I'm gonna cheat. And I think my friend Aaron Myers will very much like it. We have a Marvel universe that is going into space for the next couple of movies. We're gonna hook up with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Thor has been there. Yeah, big space threats, all kinds of stuff. I would like. Rom the Space Knight to come back to fucking Marvel. What is the problem? The Space Knight's coming back. What is fun, the problem? Man. IDW has published published a Rom book. So you have got th- the rights are out there. <laughs> They're out there. Why can't we bring Rom back to Marvel? It makes no sense. We're in outer space. The Space Knights are gone. He's the final Space Knight. Oh man. Bring Rom back to Marvel. Yeah, that'd no be excuse. Right. Yeah. They, and the, and the, that stuff at IDW was fine. It was fine. But I discovered outside of the Marvel Universe, I don't care about the Adventures of Rom. <laughs> <laughs> you are not a Marvel Rom, sir. No, no. <laughs> you are a Rom-Con. <laughs> a Rom-Con? Mm-hmm. Okay. I see where you're going there. That's terrible. I never came here with good intentions. No, it's true. It's true. I want to thank everybody that called in today. That was a lot of fun. Everybody that sent us some voicemails. We didn't get to all of them. I apologize. But uh, there was some really good stuff we did do. And I enjoyed myself. We have got a new question of the week to introduce. I got to check this email from Bunger's like, is that a 3D uh, ROM artwork? Mine over there? Oh, way back. Yeah, it is. That's John (laughs) Bunger 3D ROM artwork. Yes, it is. Calling himself out. Yeah. Okay. Here's our new question of the week. Comes from Jimmy Randall. Contact John Bunger for prints. Yeah. Talented guy. Fun to play D&D with, too. (laughs) This week's question comes from Jimmy Randall via the THN forums. He says, quote, So on my weekly trip to the LCS, that's cool guy speak for local comic shop, I was bowled over to see a new book by one of my favorites, Garth Ennis. I knew he had something new coming out, but I hadn't really looked into it. The title also grabbed me. It was called Jimmy's Bastards. It was really good. It was like 007's illegitimate Mm -hmm. kids were coming to get him. It's such a cool name. I purchased it. I devoured it. It came at just the right time for me and was everything I needed in a comic at that time. It was creepy. I like like it was made just for me. So here's my question, and sorry for the rambling. What book have you picked out? What book have you picked up out of the blue that seemed tailor-made for you? As in it was exactly like it. what you needed to read at that time yeah, in your I like life. It. I like it. This I is like great. I like it. I like it. This is great. It's a fun one. It's a great question. If you can't call in to answer it next week because you're busy or whatever, you can call in anytime. You can leave us a message at 402-819-4894. You can send an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. You can put fart noises and stuff in it like Jimmy often does. Love it when he does it. And uh, you can answer that question. You can respond to any of the news stuff. We will be back next week with both shows. I apologize. Joe Patrick had something come up very suddenly. Sounds like an excuse to me. But hey, you know, who knows? Jared, thank you very much for being here. As always. As always. Wooly Toots. Yeah, man. Right on. I enjoyed myself. We'll be back next week for the Internet's only nerd call-in live show. 
The only one. Yeah. Until I, somebody like, steps forward until and tells somebody me stops there's you from another saying one that. Goes, no, we're doing it too. <laughs> <laughs> until such time, we're the only damn one. Hey, I want your opinions on some stuff too, guys, because we're thinking about looking at Twitch. Twitch TV. Would you watch it on Twitch? Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Drop us a line. Hit us on Twitter. Hit us on Facebook. Let me think. Let me know what you think about Twitch. I'm kicking the idea around. I like doing it on Facebook Live for this part, but then like maybe putting a show can up you later. Simulcast on it. I don't know. I bet somebody smarter than me can. Okay. <laughs> somebody call guess. in with some IT. Yeah. Oh, get that. Get the cousin, the IT cousin. Yeah, yeah, To call in. Chadwick Boseman's cousin. Yeah, man. And maybe he can troubleshoot <laughs> the situation. Get him over to the ziggurat. Let's yeah, figure man. this out. For now, this is uh, Jared Tavitas and Matt Baum saying thank you for watching. And this is THN signing off. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs>